Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 145. It is April 3rd, 2022. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk today about ADHD and um, how I was diagnosed and the way that little piece of information has altered a lot of the framing on how like my operating system works and also the way I see my operating system. So yeah, I was diagnosed with uh, ADHD pretty recently. I want to say it was within the past um, six months. And I say that knowing full well that as a direct product of my ADHD, I'm not that good at time. (laughs) And so I feel like I could very well, um, it could have been like three months ago or like nine months ago. But anyway, I say this to say that it was something I actually suspected for a long time. um, Because, you know there's just certain things that like you notice about yourself like I noticed and have always noticed that I have a lot of um, browser windows open in my mind and also that for each browser window that was open um, that it was on a flash website (laughs) with autoplay on um, dialogue and music and possibly like even a uh, Liberty, Liberty Mutual add um it was just kind of like chaos in my brain and the way that I sort of contended with that was to do whatever ever popped into my brain so that I can absolutely ensure that it would get done and so I applied um extreme urgency to anything in my mind even if it's like quick buy those pants they look great on this other person you know to, which usually ended up with me putting those pants um, in a cart and then sort of like leaving it there because I'm too poor to buy them at the time. But that would just take me out of whatever it was that I was doing. And and similarly, it would be like, quick, like here, start this amazing newsletter idea, urgent. Or it would be like, email this person back or like, don't email this person or like draft an email to this other person who has like maligned you in some way, you know, just it was always that. And it was really hard for people um, around me. (laughs) One could say that it is um, definitely a huge player in the fact that I can't hold down a job. Um, And yeah, so I was talking to my therapist about it. And my therapist at the time was a cognitive behavioral therapist and not a psychiatrist. And so even the fact that I would have to talk to another medical professional in order to get this diagnosis just like felt like a barrier to entry that was like really insurmountable. Um, But then my therapist um, and I parted ways because they were going to pursue a different uh, modality for talk healing. And so then I found myself in the position to talk to a psychiatrist and then so over the course of a few weeks because it's really like me to once I've decided something in my head that that becomes the truth and 
and like immediately put as much um, attention, money, effort into fixing it as soon as possible. And, you know, there's a couple of like red flags going on with the language there because like fixing it is an LOL construct. And, you know, it's it's behavior that I've actually had enough um, familiarity with. It's like how when I was really in the thick of my eating disorder, um, the only thing that would make me feel safe if I saw something, either a bad photo or a photo of, God forbid, someone else looking good, I would create such a reaction in me uh, of panic that it would be like quick, like buy, like, I don't know, like $400 worth of this very challenging class in a bundle. And that would be the thing that would make me feel safe so that I could start feeling horrible about money. <laughs> like, So I know that Anytime I want a get get healed quick solution, um, it's probably not the way to go. And so I was very deliberate about um, landing on the fact that I was, um, wow, I almost actually said ADHD positive, which is so interesting to think about that language. But um, yeah, like it just... You know, a huge part of it was that it never occurs to me as someone who is very dissociative. And, you know, I'm in my head a lot. It's why I'm an author. It never occurred to me that someone like me who doesn't even know when I'm, like, happy or, like, anxious or when I can't really determine any of my moods with any accuracy unless it's like mirrored through like your reaction to me like it really scared me to think that this person like the me of it would be responsible for something as huge as like you know like a cognitive neurological diagnosis like I never felt like my data sets inside my own head were reliable enough to express to a person um, who then would help me arrive at a diagnosis. I just like have like really bad self-esteem when it comes to knowing anything about myself. Like, and I think, I don't know if like part of it is like, you know, just like East Asian woman in a patriarchy, collectivist society, like immigration, intergener, like whatever. Like I just don't know what's going on inside me a lot. So, which is to say that if that has any part of your story or reluctance in getting like a diagnosis or help or or just even asking about or sharing about what it's like to be inside your own operating system. I just put that out there to say that um, for me personally, there was like a big bonus in being courageous enough to start speaking about this with other people. Um, I, I think I was also really scared for either outcome, like, you know, having ADHD I would be like, oh no, what does this mean? Like, how can I also have ADHD and have an eating disorder and, you know, like have like dysfunctional family issues and be a trauma survivor and all of these things. It was just like so daunting. And then the idea that like I would talk to a medical professional and they're like, LOL, like, stop like you're not you, you, this is not you like stop pretending like I know it's like 
trending but like fucking calm down basically like I was really scared of that as well like not actively but like definitely a part of it I think I think part (laughs) I think some of that is like honestly like knowing full well like what you know like my parents would say to something like that like if I had told my mom like I think I have this thing (laughs) she would definitely be like no that's some shit that white kids have or no that's some shit that non-catholics have (laughs) like it would just be some real like let's pray that shit away um like if you had real stuff to worry about that's not what would be bothering you um and all that stuff and I think I just kind of like projected that onto any sort of authority figure like a a doctor um who is going to help diagnose me but I actually talked to a lot of people a lot of um people who kind of are like low support seeing that apparently and I didn't know this and I'm so grateful um to be educated in this way but like nobody says high functioning anymore because it's incredibly ableist and so I don't know if this is like the the term but I've heard that like low support or like in need of lower support is like maybe the thing to say but anyway I say this to say that I talked to a lot of people who um you know shared with me about their ADHD experience and then being medicated and it was really amazing to just trust my body and be like okay like and I also have like shame around it only because it's like eating disorder shame I'm kind of like you know if I say that I'm on Adderall people are gonna say that it's just because I want to lose my appetite like that's like a huge thing in my head um and I thought I would get in trouble for it I don't know with whom (laughs) necessarily but that was a factor in it but the thing that happened when I like started taking Adderall and then took it for long enough that it kind of titrated my body it was really amazing to experience what it feels like when medication is working and and this is as someone who um has never been medicated before for depression or anxiety because I didn't I didn't need to be um either because I didn't need to be uh chemically or or whatever but also because I was so reliant on um like just eating something to make myself feel better like I had just basically like short wired my um like just all my neurotransmitters um either with like large doses of sugar or caffeine or alcohol or weed or whatever um I was just like very self-medicating from a very young age is what I'm saying about that um and you know this is definitely not to say that I won't be medicated for anxiety or depression in the future as I get more information because I at this point I'm very willing to take as much support as there is out there because when I started taking um Adderall it was like it was like the sensation of like a soft closed drawer like just all the millions of options that I had to sort of address or that were sort of coming at me and like all the things that I would become incredibly indecisive and impulsive about like so many of them just shut like a soft closed drawer like it just went and then it was like I suddenly felt really okay that the fork in the road would become one path 
And it suddenly felt really okay for me to decide that for the next hour, I would only be dedicating my attention to this one thing. And obviously when I say hour, it's like 37 minutes, but, and that to me was the, the product of this medication that is like, you know, like a punchline for like college kids or having a term paper or like cramming or like finals week or whatever. And, and so like, it's almost like knowing that I have ADHD, knowing that medication helps. It's like, I just, what it does for me is it removes the layer of self-loathing. It removes the layer of like, why the fuck are you like this? What's wrong with you? Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, you know that this other thing needs to happen. And like, it's funny, like I kind of shared last time about like how certain words don't resonate for me. (laughs) And in the same way, I'm like, oh yeah, like anxiety for me is that I'm convinced that everybody hates me. And like, I don't know, just having like a name for this like sinking sensation that I'm fucking up and like having a reason why like my neurotransmitters and like my brain chemicals struggle with impulsivity and struggle with starting things and struggle with doing things at all that I'm not like super, super engrossed with or in is so nice. Like it's just like I'm really experiencing like gentle like gentleness in my thoughts as it relates to productivity and I'm like really sort of finding some grace around that and yeah I'm just like grateful but I think the whole point of this is that like it feels wild that you are your own sort of like advocate and like keeper of your brain and thoughts like I didn't know how much of an active role I had to play in anointing myself as having ADHD. Like I thought for sure it was like, you know, you you piss on a stick and then they'll tell you or something like I needed like the data to be like hard and fast and like just not fuck withable. And it had to be like scientific enough that I couldn't mess it up in some way. But it turns out that, like, a lot of the times, like, and granted, I am not a therapist and I am not the person to diagnose anybody. But for me, it was just like, I don't know, like, I kind of had to be the one to decide I had this thing and then be medicated and then see, like, such marked Um, actual functional behavior improvements for me to then be like oh apparently I was right and I did have this thing like and it just feels a bit like wavy and unreliable but I think that that is what I'm trying to share about this particular diagnosis in my experience it was so un it was so wavy and unreliable and I couldn't believe that I had to be the one to decide that I had ADHD and then I had to be the one to decide that I would be medicated and then I had to be the one to like figure out inside my body experiencing life over the next several weeks about like whether or not things were better or not 
And again, like other people probably know this, and this probably feels really remedial, but if you are on this side of it, on the like side of it where you haven't explored any of this stuff, it just feels like kind of ramshackle and crazy. Um, but I just always say like, trust that nagging suspicion. Like if you ever have that question of like, I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be this hard. Like follow that and really trust that. Even if like me, you never know what you're feeling. Um, anyway, this got really long. Um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. And I'll hopefully just share more about that because I've learned so much because finally having a name can lead me to like really definitive resources and that's been really helpful so enjoy your Sunday or whatever day this is that you're listening and um, have a gentle day